2: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. There is a reggae song which goes, I, I was born a loser. And that Lovely. is the way that I feel right now. My name is Eddie Nestor. <laughs> Uh, I'm uh, one of your hosts for tonight with me, well not with me, on the other side of the water somewhere is Bobby Meakin. How are you, sir? Under the circumstances struggling by, Edward. Yeah, well, we are all struggling. This will be uh, a monathon, I think. And also Dave Collins. How are you, Dave? As, as good as can be expected, really. Yeah, it is one of the dum dum da dum dum da dam da dum da dum, da, dum. Best ones, though, uh, aren't they? Yeah, but actually, before we get started with all the bad news, because it will be like that today, uh, we've got some good news possibly, Dave, we? Yeah, yeah, well, we teamed up with a brilliant
2: hotel tonight, the
0: world's leading
2: app for booking last-minute hotel rooms to offer you £15, €20, Euros, or $25 off your first booking. Choose from an array of award-winning hotels from around the world by Down Downloading the free app from any app store by searching Hotel Tonight or go to hoteltonight.com forward slash now and enter Man United in the promo code box and book a hotel around the world in three easy clicks. Whether a business or pleasure trip to our next away game, you and your mates fancy staying away in a top hotel in the weekend. I know it's great. I managed to get a room at Charlotte Street Hotel last week for less than half the normal price. Did you? No, it just says it on there. It must have been Mike. <laughs> We're
0: not supposed to do that. But see how I, see how I sold it, it though. Is, it is see a, how well it, I sold that, it is fantastic. Everyone believe me. It, it is, and you should avail yourself of the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. uh, good day to you. Now, look, the ungrateful little scrote uh, was taken off the streets of uh, Moss Side, uh, where he might have been shot. His hair was cut, was shaved, and he was taken under the wing of Sir Alex Ferguson. He was guided through all the bomb sites of Manchester, and he played for his beloved Manchester United. They paid his wages. They paid for his haircut, his girlfriend's haircut, everything. His teeth. And how did a little bastard repay us? Well, (coughs) (laughs) there you go.
2: I'm choking on on his betrayal, you know. (laughs) Di Maria sees red and Danny does well back
0: We had a few we've got a few of them lined up Uh, come Bob you're the one who's uh, the most sensible amongst us uh, who we expect to bring reason uh, vision uh, and uh, most notably context to all that is uh, I think on the betrayal note it is only fair to point
1: out that Danny Welbeck Wanted to stay at Manchester United and never asked to leave to play for Arsenal. Why is he that got, important,
0: Robert? Robert, why is that?
1: Him. Why is that important?
0: From the the Boston scored against come
1: us. Back to bite you on the bottom, <laughs> as, the, as the great Alex Ferguson once said. It's the and tweet, well and
0: truly did. It's the tweet. He tweeted uh, to all those who doubted me.
1: Oh! <laughs> um, who, do you, who do you think, you think he meant Dennis. that to? Hey, I am not being funny though. December, I know.
0: It. It's did... not
1: like we we've parted with a play. We suddenly turned to gold and is scoring every week. Well, listen, let's be, be honest. Happened, we, course, did, we, we give Lord him the back, back. back. We
2: give him the pass through. It was the best pass of the night, wasn't it? There, oh, by the he was still playing with him. Clearly, put him through. It was <laughs> last season. De Gea should have taken him out. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, well, Roy Keane suggested that actually didn't he? I saw on TV? Keane was a pundit for the BBC on the night, and Roy Keane did actually have a little go at the hair for not taking him out.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, how many uh, you know, how much plaudit do we have to give, how much uh, recognition, congratulation, okay. whatever it might be, uh, to the manager because. Arsene Wenger did say, look, he expects you to get a, a, another few percent out of somebody who's trying to prove somebody wrong, yeah. playing for their former team. Uh, Dave, I mean, we saw it last night with David Luiz and yeah, Chelsea. I mean, you are, if you're going to be up for one game, you're going to be up for a game where they decided that you were uh, superfluous to nice. yeah, but I mean, Before this, he scored seven goals all season.
2: Um, yeah. I'm looking at my stats in front of me now. It's yeah. so not really great. Seven in 30. Everyone expected Giroud to start. When the teams come up and I saw Welbeck's name, I thought, no. Because I could just see him. it's written. He just saw it, didn't you? It's he could See it happening, and you know, it didn't really. He didn't really have that much touches and in, in the first half. But oh my goodness me, to give someone a chance and of him of all people, I was. You know what? If he was wearing a red shirt when he went round the goalkeeper, he would have fucking put that in the in the. Well, you the say stand, that, would
0: Actually, you know, Robert, what we saw there with Danny Welbeck was, you know his hard work, tenacity, endeavour. Those were the qualities that... In Britain we admire those qualities. The fact that he doesn't actually put the ball in the back of the net very often is almost Mm. neither here nor there. We like people who try hard and Danny Welbeck has always tried hard, right?
2: He's a good
1: Pro, I mean, I, I always thought we well, always said he was never the finished product, wasn't he? I mean, he, he always looked about sort of seventy-five percent there. He had a, a lot of pace, and at times he looked like he had sort of great control. A nightmare to play against. Super fit, works really, really hard. But the end product was never there. That only came in flashes, and that still mm-hmm. seems to be the be, seems to be the case. That's the player he still is. He works really, really hard, but. To be honest, my, my view, as, as I said last year, I, I always thought Welbeck was a, a good squad player for us. I thought he was the kind of player who could come on, be, make a nuisance of himself, chase tirelessly. And that's essentially what he did for Arsenal. He nicked that goal because Valencia messed up.
2: Yeah, I mean, all those adjectives you use to describe Welbeck, I mean, there's a, adjectives that are missing from players in our own team, isn't it? Yeah, uh, unfortunately. Dishevelled unit, don't really know what they're doing, scared, witless... You see some of the touches, Smalling's first touch of the evening, got the ball, It went two yards in front of him. Uh, Fellaini's first touch on his his chest, his second touch is a a tackle, is a foul. You know, these players are scared witless. They don't know what they're doing. They don't know where to play the ball. Again, we've had the most back passes to a goalkeeper. And then one finally ends up in the back of our net. Uh, Daily Blin's running around like a headless chicken. Bad game, um, Blint.
1: Was it for him? That was I thought he was poor the other night. Yeah, and, then, and then, and then this,
2: this season, but and, I think he was. Well, and Di Maria, I mean, that guy's head's gone. I mean, well, no, no, we have to t- let,
0: We need to talk about him separately. But what because... about
2: the what about the manager as well, Ed? He makes these substitutions at half time, puts Carrick on in the midfield, and you just think, and Jones on, you just think this is finished. He's, Jones was part part of the problem that caused Valencia with the pass back and it all went wrong. There's something broken. There's something broken at this club, and people are talking and keep talking about top four. I'm thinking we're, we're lucky to finish in the
0: top six at the moment. Well, hold on a minute because this is the kind of dramatic kind of thing that us fans do where well, we don't have perspective. We've got a team that's lost in the League Two in the last 20, we've got a team uh, that is still. Much higher than it was. And, and, and actually, you know, we're in the mix with the, we're ahead of the Liverpools. We're ahead of the Tottenhams and we are in the Champions League play. So it's ours to lose. But, 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 you know, here's me putting on a brave face, yeah, Robert. You do have to understand why Dave would say what he's doing. You do get a sense that all is not quite right.
1: Absolutely. And what happened the other night? Nothing has changed. Manchester United, by their standards, are presently a mediocre, disjointed outfit. It's just, you know, there's, there's no different. The team that lost to Arsenal is no different to the team that scavenged a draw, say, at West Ham, who lost to Southampton, who, who crept over the line with a, a late winner at Newcastle. They are, that's where they are. That's their level at the moment. The Arsenal game is like a toss of the coin, really. Could have gone either way. Mm. Two sides, frankly, neither of their best presently. Uh, but no, it's, uh, it's, it is what it is. Manchester United, I think, their current level, as I say, yes, it's great that they are in the top four somehow. I'd honestly say that they're not at the level of Chelsea or Manchester City. Themselves, neither unbeatable teams. I think United are pretty much for muchness at the same level as Arsenal, Liverpool and Tottenham, who actually finishes out the top four of those we will see. But I think that is genuinely level Manchester United are at presently they're not going to become a, a world class team again overnight it's simply not going to happen the players that we have bought only so many of them have worked it's been a frustrated season and it's, uh, it's going to take some, some time to rebuild and what are the options we, we, you, go, you go the kamikaze way of saying get rid of the manager tear it up let's get another one if we don't finish in the top four or do we sit tight hold on Irv and hope we can turn it around
0: yeah, I mean, uh, we're, t- we're he- hearing today Gary Neville, I think, is, say- is saying that uh, Van Gogh should be given three years to do mm. this job. Yeah, well, I-, I agree.
2: I don't think... Yeah, but it's been very reactionary when we lose games like this. And what I'm saying is coming from the heart, and I, f- I feel it and I am concerned that we could finish outside the top four. And you have to be honest, at this point in time, if we finished in fourth place or third place, I could turn to each one of you, and even Leon, who doesn't support United, and say... Cool and blow up my cheeks and say, God, we were lucky to finish in the top four. That's, that's a good result. But if we finish in fifth or sixth, you'd also say, well, the way we played this season, we haven't done that well. But there, we have to keep the manager on. But let's also look at the the United as a business as well. We've got noodle... Uh, co- uh, sponsorship deals from the Far East we've got tyre deals we've got online Swiss it's, banking it's deals it's the shirt deal you need right? to worry and about and the mate. shirt deal 75 million pounds a year if but we're in, in every if every contract says if we are not in the Champions League the money drops the money drops by 20% on yeah. the Adidas deal if United don't now we, we were all saying as Gary Neville is the manager needs to be given that time but I can tell you this now they'll be twitching the glazers because if we finish outside the top four they'll have their finger on the trigger again because they'll be thinking the money's going to go out of the club. And, you know, oh, we don't want to end up like a club that keeps changing the manager. But <laughs> it's a very precarious position we're in at the moment. Mm. It okay, could be this. disastrous. M- M-
0: might I just say this, and I've resisted it for the last few weeks, but I don't, I don't get the manager. I don't, mm. I don't get that, you know, in the last 10 minutes of a game, we still could score two goals and win the game. I don't no. get... That those guys would lay their life down and die for the manager. No, I don't get that. that those players are enjoying the opportunity. He said Valencia to play was man Manchester. of the
2: match. I mean, he's also and which also a concern for me. We discussed this last week, didn't we, Ed? And we said about his man management skills. Is it great man management skills to put Ramad Falcao in the under twenty ones? to tell him he's playing in the under-21s, an international player who scored goals all the way around the world. Apparently, he was in shock when he was told to report for the under-21s last night against Spurs. I mean, that doesn't do anyone any favours, does it? That's not going to help his confidence. This is a player that's come back from a serious injury that's obviously struggled. And we're hearing also that he didn't want to sign him in the first place. He just didn't have anyone else. You've got a player like Di Maria that's shot completely as well. I don't know. There's... the. There seems to be a lack of discipline. You've got the Johnny Evans spit. You've got Di Maria manhandling a referee. You've got Yanazai, who last season, well, basically, he's become the new Makeda. He's on the pitch. He's got over 10 yellow cards, and over half of them are for simulation, and not a good, good kind either.
0: Yeah, I mean, there, there are issues, and there are some serious problems. And, 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 and the thing, Robert, that I always worry about, and I, I'll talk to you about this, uh, you know, uh, until you're probably bored of hearing it. But here is it: th- if you can see the plan, if you can yep. see the shape. If you can see what he's trying to do and go, you know, with Brendan Rodgers, you've always be a, you've always been able to see that plan. You've always been able to, even when it was going really badly when Su- Suarez went and Sturridge was injured and uh, you, you know, and all the arguments about Gerard, you knew that he had a plan. He wanted to play up from the back, and you knew what he was trying to do. But I don't know what the manager is trying to do. Can somebody tell me? Yeah, I think I think there's a fantastic formation and
1: team in that notepad of his. To be honest. Which he's always writing in, but he hasn't emerged from the field yet, uh, sadly. And he did, and, and he's he had to make it up as he goes along. Because we all well remember what how this team started: three at the back, the three three central defenders. That eventually that eventually has been sort of discreetly discarded. And I think he's had to, he he, he generally hasn't known what his best line, I mean, what his strategy is. He's still fumbling around to try and work it out. New players have come in. Some have worked. OK, some haven't worked at all, and that's disjointed the team further. He had other players who were underperforming last season who have continued to underperform under him, and that all those factors have made the whole the plan very unclear so far. Okay. As of the other night, let's be honest, apart from the goalkeeper and the captain, I think everyone else is pretty much replaceable in that team.
2: Is it a case also of the emperor's new clothes with this guy? Because, yes, mm-hmm. he's, he's won... A championship in for Bayern Munich. He's won in Barcelona. But, you know, in, in Bayern Munich, in, in Germany, there's Bayern Munich and another and a load of extras. In Spain, there's Barcelona, Real Madrid and a load yeah. of extras. In the UK, in the Premier League, there isn't. There's seven, so much money... Teams. Everyone can win. You can go to Burnley and get smashed. You can go everywhere. You can, And I think he's been found out. I think he's been actually quite shocked at what he's seen. And he's struggling to deal with it because I maybe he's not as good as what he makes out. And also, we keep talking about the DNA of Manchester United going back to the 50s, the way we play, or the late 40s, 50s, the way we play in this certain style. He's never played that way. When he was at Ajax, Ajax and Barcelona play exactly the same the pos- style of football. Possession. Possession, football. possession, to wear a team down and then you have your players of skill, at a higher level, will finally get a chance to make a chance to score a goal. But that doesn't work in the Premier League. And it's not, it doesn't work at United. So, is it? it is he also because, able to change? Yeah, but it's when hard the
0: Rob Rogers changed. I, I agree with you, and I'm saying it myself. But we're in a great position. We're no lower than we could have. We're no. We're no higher than we, we couldn't have expected to be higher, could we, Robert? Than we are. No, not playing play the way we are.
1: And I I, 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 I. We're fortunate to be inside that top four presently. When you think of some of the results we've scavenged, we are. We have. We are fortunate. So four. I think we should be bloody grateful for. Well, well, you, um, let me everything. ask you a
0: question, and both of you, okay? Yeah. So after the debacle of Chelsea last night, yeah. who's having a good season in the in the English league? In the league. Premiership, who is having a good
2: season? Well, I'd, I'd probably um, probably someone like Southampton, who's, the, well, who's that, punching, punching the fir- above their right, weight. That's
0: the first one that's coming yeah. to my mind. Southampton, yeah, right? probably someone like Stoke. People that you, you know, for Stoke what they have are, put, Stoke have put in a good run lately. OK, but
2: genuinely the then Premier League people... isn't isn't very good at the moment. And it's been mentioned before the way that teams of the English teams are not performing in in Europe is showing that.
0: No, no, no. But but that's not what that's not what good football is about, mate. Good football is if you've got all these teams who are round about the same ability or seven teams that could win the premiership. You don't have that in any mm. other league. You have two teams who could win it. I mean, fine. Mm, yeah. Last year you had Atletico, right? But yeah, that, yeah. That, that's not going to happen very yeah. often. That's what makes the league really exciting. Yeah, it's the
2: hardest league
0: to and win. We surround in the ref- world. And we surround referees. Yeah.
2: It's the hardest league to win in the world. It absolutely is. And it's cutthroat. And I, I, I'm glad of it. I mean, I would hate to support a team in Scotland or you know, any other league in the world because yeah. you know what's going to happen but we yeah. don't know and i think i think Celtic it's scary for us as well to go from <laughs> one game to the next and not know what is going to happen yeah but
0: scary is good if it's no, but exciting but scary is good, yeah, yeah. Is good if yeah. it's exciting but it's not exciting this is not scary because it's dark it's dull and i can't it's see dull where, and... i can't see where i'm going no and my feet are wet and it's cold outside hey yeah. eh? so uh, bobby look let's um talk about de maria last week i thought it was really interesting when i, I went back and I had a listen and what, what what we forced ourselves to do last week was to look not at the business, at, not at the machinery, but at the human being. Mm. So what we, what we talked about, in case you didn't hear the podcast last week and you're listening wherever you are around the world, and welcome, by the way, that here's a guy who came in with a fantastic reputation, Champions League uh, a winner, man of the match, uh, just started like he was on fire. And then there was the break in and then he felt a little unsure about himself and it just seems to have got worse and worse and worse, culminating in what we saw last mm. week. Somebody's gotta put their arm around that boy, take him out and take go home, go and have some sun, get on a sunbed, find yourself, just just relax. Otherwise, he's going to be out next yeah. year, isn't he? I th- I, his performance,
2: sorry, Robert, his performance the, arson, uh, the other night was actually not too bad, but being played yep. out of position again, that's not helping him to try to get through this form he's got. And the petulance that he showed to touch that referee and the way he was going down, I you just think, this is not good, it is not good. And... You can't see it ending well, can you? I, I wouldn't be surprised if Di Maria is not a Manchester United player at the start of next season. I can only see one player at the moment who will be a Manchester United player, and his name's Wayne Rooney. Yeah, I think De Gea will De be Gea, there also. Well, if he's there, it, uh, uh, what I mean is, I think no, everyone I else could be out, but I mean, he could be taken from us because you see
0: his yeah. no, performance I, I, the other night. I understand what you're saying. So, yeah. Robert, come in on this, please.
1: I think with De De Maria I thought the other night showed flashes of the player we were supposed to have bought particularly in that 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 first hour whatever it was and I I thought he was he was working really hard I know he didn't track back fatally at that one point uh, for the Arsenal goal. Away, but I thought so overall, much. his work weight was really good. He was really trying to force himself into the game. He was trying things. Bits weren't coming off. But he wasn't going hiding. And of course, lovely cross in for, for Rooney for the goal. So, oh, that was good. So there were signs of a recovery, which had then, of course, been completely overshadowed and swamped by the stupidity which resulted in him being deservedly sent off. Um, I just, I mean, it it is worrying that just when he shows signs of the route of recovery, then that happens and he gets kicked back. You know, and his progress gets you know, ruined again. I, I, I hope he can, obviously, I hope he can prove everyone wrong. Everyone's t- referring to him as the new Varon now and all the rest mm. of it. For our own good, we've got to hope that he can get a run of good games in the spring and come alive and get his confidence. But he's very in the
0: balance presently. Yeah. Well, is, well uh, you know, Falcao won't be there.
1: Well, Falcao seems to be a dead man walking. And I do wonder the other night whether that's just about keeping him fit in order so he's ready to be, you know, to be moved on.
2: I think that's, that's, really, very, going that's there. really rude
1: to do that to thing is a very sad story so far, um, as we've said, he hasn't. You know, the performances haven't uh, justified the billing. He's he's always, he's looked a yard off the pace. In fairness to him, again, I think he's. I think that you could doubt his industry when he's actually played for United. I think his attitude's been really good. It hasn't quite come off for him. He's been yanked off by you know, Van Gaal, you know, pretty pretty ruthlessly at times as well. But it's a, a great shame. The United fans I, you know, sent to the stadium still willing it to work and still. Still, yeah, showing quite a lot of vocal support, but it's been a it's been a sad story. The Falcao, and of course, at the beginning of the season, Falcao and Di Maria. How excited we yeah. all were and that I this think... new wave attacking football we were going to have, and that's that's been the real kick in the teeth for us. I think this season as fans <laughs> that those two players so far have oh, wow. overall failed.
2: Yeah, and I think every game it comes to, I just think this day, this time. It's going yeah. to work. It's going to work. And it doesn't. And on the under-21s the other night, he played in that game, um, which I think is a kick in the teeth to him as well. <laughs> and he didn't play well in that. But a player that did play very well was Raphael. And he yes. scored a lovely goal from about 35 yards, lobbed the goalkeeper. Um, apparently, he was outstanding. And I think that he's probably played himself into that, for, uh, that game against Tottenham because the Valencia on the right-hand side isn't working the way. He turned God, his back on... God, yeah. Raphael can't force his way
1: back into the team yeah. now...
2: So I think he'll play... Uh, It's interesting whether he was giving Falcao some time for him to play on on the weekend as well. Because I'll I'll throw something else out to you as well. I think possibly Rooney might have to go back into midfield. Because I just don't... Without him in there, we just seemed... There was nothing there. And we can't play Carrick and... um, Daily Blind in the midfield, can we? It's just so Nego, isn't it? He can't do that. I mean, he's, he's uh, substitutions at half-time taking Ander Herrera off. Luke Shaw as well. What has happened to him? That money that we spent on him seems to million. be bloody wasted at the
0: moment, doesn't it? Yeah, the fat, the fat left back or whatever they fat used to fallback. call Fat Yeah, so, so look, uh, Dave alluded to it there. Uh, the next match is... So important. In fact, we've got a few important ones, haven't we? Because, you know, we, we've got Tottenham, oh, it's we've relentless got Liverpool. Now. It gets, wow. It's
1: so tough now, March and, and they're
0: all out. So everybody's out. So, everybody can do it. Sunday, Tottenham, March 22nd, Liverpool, April 4th, Aston Villa. And you've got Manchester City, Chelsea, and Everton, who always get up for Manchester United. Uh, So, it is tough. uh, And over the next few weeks, this particular pod could get darker Mm -hmm. and darker. Let's go to Tottenham. What do we do then? Shoot Harry Kane. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
1: I, I think these get at the moment, the way United are playing. Yeah, it it really is. It's sort of almost Russian roulette time with these matches against the likes of Tottenham and Liverpool. I think Tottenham, we know we know what they can do. They're a quality team. They're inundated with top players like us. They're flaky. They're certainly beatable. They've certainly got a soft underbelly. If we turn, if we can actually turn the corner and actually put in a decent performance, I really believe we can put Tottenham Hotspur away at the weekend, Old Trafford. But if we if we labour like we have done these last few games, even those ones we won, frankly months, against I mean. uh, yeah Newcastle and Sunderland, I, I, every chance that Tottenham could edge it against us, we you know, we we just look too mediocre and too beatable. Particularly with that, we can't rely on David De Gea always rescuing us. so let's be frank, that's what that's what has been happening recently.
2: Yeah, uh, to have a goalkeeper as your man of the match constantly oh, is it's not. Worrying. Good at all. I think Tottenham beat us at home last year. Wasn't it the first yeah, time they, for
0: years? Well, I don't know. They've, they, they've done quite well against us the last couple, if my memory serves me rightly. I don't know if you've uh, had a look at it, Robert, but certainly they won't come. Yeah,
1: they haven't uh, beaten us in years. I remember, yeah, I, remember that, I was at school.
0: Yeah, I was at I that, that game. It was the a Galenica
1: Galenica penalty. Beat, I was there. they won
0: last year. They beat us at Old Trafford last year. And why do I remember the monkey god running past Ferdinand, not too long ago.
1: <laughs> yeah, a few people running past Burton and yeah. by the end were <laughs> um, no, no. once been. I think uh, the Rolls-Royce, the engine was slightly lacking, needs a bit of oil by the end. Yeah, but
0: my, my, my point is, though uh, you know, as I said last week, we, we've done incredibly well. In fact, our home form is what's kept us in yeah. the top four. Mm. They won't come there fearful of us. No. No, at all. I'm scared Not of
2: this. I'm, I I'm really uh, worried. I'm, sorry, I'm I'm really worried about this because if we don't win this game, I think it's over, really, because if you look at some of those games you, you yeah. commented on, I can't, I, I'll, be, I'll be frank with you now. Man City's going to be we're difficult. Gonna, we're going to lose Liverpool's that. Liverpool's going to We're going to lose that, and we'll probably lose against Chelsea. So I think it's hard to win at Liverpool anyway. They're going to be well up for it. We'll probably lose that. I, I think that's three games there where we can't win. Um,
0: so your Everton's, your Aston Villa's, I think they're
2: the, they're, and your Tottenham. Yeah, the, they, we have to win those games. Uh, you know i i hope i'm wrong i mean i'm on, I'm on this podcast you're listening and you're thinking he's faith no more i've supported this team since i was a kid like everyone and i've been there before ferguson but i'm just being honest and looking at it from a football perspective and saying because of the way we've been playing you can't expect us suddenly to turn up because we haven't we've been wishing it so i i would i want us to win on sunday if we could get a draw i don't think it's going to be enough but uh, I think the teams um, look shot. They're, they they look nervous. They lost. They've lost their energy. I don't know whether they can get themselves up for this running. It's very difficult. But we've been. I've been. I've been uh, knocked down before at the start of the season when this run was going to happen, and we turned it around, didn't we? We we got these results that we needed. But it's it's going to be very very difficult.
0: Robert, what I've been really impressed by this soft underbella, This weak heart, this weakling, this uh, uh, when the tough gets going and Tottenham go running, this uh, three-point lane thing has disappeared because if you look at... I think they've got more points at the end of games in that they've turned into us in that yeah. that kind of scoring a goal in the 80th minute in the 80th they're, they're, I mean, minute. people
1: always used to say that Tottenham Hotspur. Well, maybe Manchester United fans used to say that Tottenham Hotspur were like a not so good version of United. Really, yeah. like like United, they like to play attractive, flowing football. They always had creative, maverick players in the team. But were just that bit more flaky. Than the Manchester United didn't have that ruthless edge, but I think yeah, in the re- recent times as, as we've got progressively worse, I think Tottenham have sort of have improved, and I there's I th- it, it, very little between those two teams uh, presently. But you've got to, on the Manchester United side, it, it, it is depressing at the moment. The number of players who aren't performing, but if we step back from it, we think they are. They are technically, we have still some fantastic players in that team. Which always gets forgotten because things they're so dire. Why do you moment. think Matters sitting you know,
2: on the bench then? I mean, this is we a...
1: said Daily Blint, even you know, who's not one of the big stars. Seeing him in the World Cup, of Holland, I think Herrera's a potentially fantastic player. Yeah, you know, Rooney. If you think what if De Maria have actually clicked? There's so much personnel there that is potentially good. It's just misfiring. So, and and, and I think when we talk yeah, about, I, um, I know what the temptation is to say, "What well, we've got to get a load of new players and we've got to rebuild." Bye, bye, bye. That isn't always as we know that is not the guaranteed success. We already tried that partially and, and it hasn't worked. So is it do we persevere with some of these players and hope that Van Hal can find the formula and get something out of them? Well the it's thing
0: not... the thing is we're not at the beginning of the season anymore. We're kind of you know no, there's twelve what, what, games left. What happens is, you know, yeah. when, when, when somebody gets to twenty three or twenty four, let's say that's, that's what they are. That's yeah. what they're going to be. I'd go even I'd say 15. That's what they are. That's what we're going to be. Yeah. We're far enough into the season now that there are no surprises. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do you think this manager is capable of change? Is he capable of listening to someone like Giggs or someone else who says, listen, we need to try something else. This isn't working. Or is he so stubborn he's going to sit there, even if it's all going to hell in a handcart? And say, well, this is the way, this is my way, or I walk away. Is he capable of change? Oh,
1: I think he's a gambler. I think, I think he might just, I think we may see a few curveballs, some that might be disastrous, some that suddenly might look. You know, quite inspired. I think his, his past track record suggests that. I mean, you only have to remember some of the things he got up to when he was the coach of Holland in the World Cup. I'm not saying it necessarily work, but I think he will. I, I don't think I don't think he's at st- uh, rooted in his philosophy. I and mean, at the moment, he's a bit all over the place. I think he, he'll, he he might try a few wild options still over the coming weeks. Give me one with
0: him. Give me one. We've already seen the uh, mop-headed one uh, play just behind Rooney as a form of de facto striker. Uh, Give me one. Curveball. Give me something.
1: It might be the kid. It could be the kid Wilson if suddenly starts playing. He's the one who, you know, or Carrick is brought in to be the permanent centre-back for the rest of the season because he wants someone who can play out of the defence. Something. that I, think, I expect to, to see something like that.
0: <laughs> Giggs returns. As, alongside Scholes. Yeah, yeah imagine. <laughs> Gary Neville.
1: Yeah, <laughs> That's what you need. I do. I just the personality of Van Hol. whenever you read about him and the things he's done at, at different teams... He, he, he's got form for you know surprising people. We're just frustrated with him at the moment for obvious and understandable reasons. But uh, I think I think he will at the moment be be frantically in his mad mad mathematical footballing brain trying to work out how to get this formula right. And it, it's I I wouldn't rule him out yet.
2: Let me give you some um, United transfer gossip. And really, we're talking about this gossip. It doesn't matter whether I say Gareth Bale. Whoever, whoever. Because ultimately, if we don't finish in those Champions League positions, these players probably won't come to us anyway. But it says uh, United are looking at a minimum of four players to challenge for the title next season. And preparations are apparently already underway to strengthen the squad. And again, it's Mats Hummels. Nathaniel Klein
0: Mm. uh, is quite an
2: interesting one that keeps coming. Apparently, he turned down a chance to come to us a couple of years ago because he was concerned it would sit on the bench. I would guarantee that wouldn't be the case now. And another (laughs) midfielder, Americ Laporte, uh, so that's defensively wise and then you're obviously hearing all these rumours again about Bale and um, whether Di Maria will probably get could get a switch with him back there I don't think that's going to happen but I think you know I think Gareth Bale I think he's odds on to come to United he looks like a United player for me he's Yes. He said no.
1: Maybe the gigs connection will help as
2: well. well I, I think he's saying no because he wants to be there, doesn't he? But it's not working there for him. He's it's struggled wor- a it's lot. It's not working for the team. Well, I've also heard rumours that Ronaldo could be walking out of that club. Well, Let me ask he's, you he's this. He's not talking to the press. Yeah. Well, who would you prefer to have in Bell. your United team? Bell. A 30-year-old Ronaldo or... Bale. You would, yeah, I'm yeah, asking you. Ta- you
0: said that three sorry, times. Sorry, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just, I'd come to the chase. I'm so sorry. I'm not a politician. I'm, yeah. You asked me a question. Yeah, I know that. Dave, I'm going to give you an answer. Uh, De- Bale is younger. I think that, you know, Ronaldo cannot get any better. He cannot no, no. get any better. I'll be honest better.
1: though, uh, Eddie. If uh, Ronaldo and Bale turned up at Manchester Airport and I was told that you could only have one of them, It'd be very difficult. So Cristiano, as you're your playing, Cristiano's got
2: three top years left in him. I think he could play yeah. at the top for three more years, and he could he could bring this team forward. But. If I you look from he's another way, to he's more
0: likely to Gareth Bale, he's
2: got the engines go up and down. I think he's got more than what Dean Maria's got
0: in England playing in the Premier League. Can Waffer you imma- Waffer Can Waffer you? Pages. Yeah, but he's proven. Here is the thing, you know. Both are proven in the Premier League, exactly. and sometimes you bring these foreign players over, and, and they get a kick. They taking all the jobs. Farage, no, no, it sounded like that, didn't yeah. it? That's, <laughs> that's, that's not what I meant. Yeah. I meant people who are unproven yeah. in, in the Premier League. If Gareth Bale came to play for Manchester United, it would absolutely send a shudder down the backs of all the other top teams. They would be petrified. They'd be mm. doubling up, tripling up, all sorts of things that would happen. Uh, listen, we'll come to the end of our bandwidth now. Make your predictions against Tottenham. And you both of you were rubbish last week because you mm. predicted that we'd beat Arsenal.
2: Yeah, I said 2-1. I just got it the wrong, the wrong team. Uh, I Honestly, I'm... G- I don't like to say on the podcast that we're going to get beaten, so I'm going to say it's a draw, 1-1. One, one.
0: I've I seen the draw, I was there for the draw when uh, neither manager were prepared to lose, when Moyes was there with the, uh, what's his name, who was there at, uh, at Tottenham, the, the one who uh, was at Chelsea first. Uh, yeah, well done. That's how he yeah. spoke. Um, but, but, but make your prediction, because I don't think these managers are scared to lose.
1: I, I, I've, got to, I've got to stick to my guns and go for a traditional hard-earned 2-1, to win for United.
0: I hope you're right, sir. Yeah. I do. I do. I honestly do. I, I hope. I see them will.
1: scoring. They've got a bit of £5 pound with our defence. I don't think De Gea will be able to
0: keep out Tottenham all night. No, no. Uh, they've got to score, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But but uh, I don't know. In Early in the season with Danny Rosen, they had a, a, a really weak back four. You, you, you found a way through. I'm not so sure it's so weak now. But are we up for it? But we'll hopefully galvanize our supporters and we uh, will uh, triumph. Uh, So uh, let me just uh, remind you, our uh, free iPhone app has been updated and it looks fantastic. I can uh, vouch for that. It's absolutely free. Go and get it at unitedredcast.com or at the iTunes app store uh, and leave us a nice review. Why don't you? And by the way, you can also follow us at uh, United Redcast at United Redcast. So, uh, Dave, thank you very much. mate. And you, Bobby, look after yourself. We'll have to sort out what we're going to do in April, which uh, matches we're going to see where and uh, where we cry, if it doesn't go our way, and where we celebrate if it does. Sounds uh, good. Until next week, it's left for me to say, come on, you Reds. United. Sports Social Podcast
1: Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.